I don't wanna be the boy that runs in the back. I don't wanna be the kid that falls in the dark. All I really want to be is the guy that gets that girl. Welcome to the AJ Steele Show. We discuss politics, sex, money, and everything in between. And now, here's your host, an immigrant, a self-made millionaire, an American, AJ Steele. Everything I say and do, I'm just not good Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the AJ Steele Show, where no topic is off limits. I'm so happy to have all of my loyal listeners with me. And for the new ones who are just joining us for the first time, I am AJ Steele, your host, and I don't plan on being politically correct for anyone. A lot of people I know, especially since I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, have a pathological hatred of President Donald Trump. This hatred borders on derangement and insanity. Many of them just can't fathom why anyone, anyone in the world could ever support a president that they are so sure is a racist, a sexist, a misogynist, anti-gay, anti-Muslim, anti-anything, and anti-everything. He is an idiot and an evil genius at the same time to all these people. I don't think that I could reason with any of them, even though none of them can defend any of their insane allegations with facts. Not that the lack of facts ever stopped them. I've lost so many so-called friends and even some family members over my steadfast support of President Trump. I actually plan to lose a few more along the way, but I also hope to gain the respect of many of my thinking, non-deranged audience members. I will discuss the reasons why I like President Trump later in today's show. Another topic we're going to be discussing today is my concern about taxation without representation. Yes, I'm not talking about the British, I'm not talking about tea, or even about cotton. I'm talking about PBS, Public Broadcasting Service, and its ugly, hairy sister, NPR, also known as National Public Radio. I realize that very few people watch and listen to their constant extreme liberal propaganda, but I wonder if white Americans, straight Americans, family-oriented conservative Americans, Christians, Jews, and any other patriotic, open-minded Americans realize that it is our tax money that pays for the constant attacks and hatred that is directed towards our groups. That's going to be next. But first, we will talk about the new trend of attacks against straight males through the don't rape me, don't flirt with me, don't touch me, ew, don't even look at me, man-hating me too movement. Not to mention the bitter feminist groups out there. We're going to talk about things like sex. I mean, is it taboo? Is it just not allowed anymore in the Me Too era? We're going to talk about what is considered sexual harassment. And also, I want to leave you with a question before we go to break. Why is it that the fattest, ugliest, most homely, and most lonely girls are always at the forefront of the Don't Rape Me and the Me Too movements? Have you noticed that? I did. And I'm sure you have too. This is the AJ Steele Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All I really want to be is the guy that gets the girl. The AJ Steele Show. Think of your loudmouth best friend, hated by all the wives, because he tells it just like it is. Welcome 
Welcome back to the AJ Steele Show. Looking back in my early years, I was a full-fledged young man. I was full of piss and vinegar, full of sexual energy. You know, I wonder now, these days, with the Me Too movement, with those insane feminists, is it going to get to the point that a man can't even look at a girl anymore? He can't talk to her, can't flirt with her, can't speak to her? I don't know. It's going to get to the point that we can't even think about them. That's going to be a crime in itself. I wonder how many encounters I wouldn't have had, how many women I would have not have met, how many moments of great sex, and mind you, in my case, they would have been very quick, very short, and not very often. How many moments of great sex I would not have had if I had to follow today's insane rules? Think about it. How many men and women would never have met each other, married? How many of them never would have had children if it wasn't for sexual tension, flirtation, and outright pushiness by one or the other, mostly by men? If you have to follow today's rules of sexual engagement, it's almost like you have to carry a manual with you or maybe have a lawyer sitting right next to you telling you what's right, what's wrong. Don't touch her here. Don't say this. Don't say that. If she had too much to drink, you can't have sex with her. If she didn't drink enough, then you need to ask her and she needs to sign a release form. There's a normal game between men and women, that tension, that whole, hey, do you want to go out with me? And she says, no. And then you try harder, and she says no, and then eventually she says, okay, maybe. I mean, these days, you can't do that, according to this insane feminist and insane Me Too modesty patrol. These Me Too people, these Me Too women, most of them never get laid, by the way, these women are acting like the Taliban, the modesty patrols of Iran or Pakistan or one of those backwards Muslim countries. That's how they're acting. They want us to go back to the Victorian age, where you can't even look at a woman without her calling you a rapist. Now, don't get me wrong. I will never and I have never advocated hurting somebody or forcing yourself on somebody or or raping somebody. All that stuff is obviously against the law and against any kind of good moral judgment. But being pushy with a woman, being persistent, Hillary persistent, didn't she? You have to be persistent. Not every guy's a stud. Not every guy just snaps his fingers and all of a sudden 10 girls just throw their clothes off for him. Like Fonzie in the 70s or maybe Justin Bieber now. Or maybe Drake. I don't know. I don't keep up with all these cool guys anymore. A lot of us had to work. And we had to work hard to get a woman to make out with us. To get a woman to to neck. To do all that good stuff that we love to do. These people want us to go against our nature. They want us to go against the game. And the game is a part of the fun. The flirtation and rejection and then acceptance is constantly acted out in the animal world. We know that birds do it, bees do it, <laughs> even educated fleas do it, and, and monkeys and gorillas and dogs and cats. That flirtation is a very normal thing. It's a part of the mating ritual, the so-called dance of love. Seriously, we want to ruin that too? It's the most pure, most beautiful thing that can happen between a man and a woman, a young man and a young woman, an old woman and a young man. It's one of the coolest things there are. And they want to take that away from us too. What is wrong with these people? They just don't like fun. It's like they're yelling out, fun is bad, fun is bad. It seems like these feminists, these man-haters, and they're actually woman-haters too, because if they had their ways, nobody would ever have sex. Nobody would ever get married. Nobody would have kids and families. Their whole existence is basically to destroy fun to destroy humanity, to destroy the normal, natural, beautiful impulses between a man and a woman. They can try and try again. And just like in the movie Jurassic Park, life will find a way.
We'll be right back on the AJ Steele Show. You're listening to the AJ Steele Show, where no topic is off limits, no discussion too harsh, no truth more true. The AJ Steele Show, we tell it like it is. Welcome back to the AJ Steele Show. Misogyny is defined by Wikipedia as the hatred, contempt, or prejudice against women or girls. Misogyny manifests in numerous ways, including social exclusion, sex discrimination, hostility, androcentrism, patriarchy, male privilege, belittling of women, violence against women, and sexual objectification. According to ultra-liberal Wikipedia, Misogyny can be found within sacred texts of religions, mythologies, Western philosophy, and Eastern philosophy. Wow. So you're not safe if you're any kind of male because we all have male privilege. It doesn't matter where we're from, the East, the West, heck, even the planet Mars for that matter. We are all guilty. And because a child's sex is determined by the father's sperm, I guess even our dads are guilty for having us. So how do we get to this point? Well... It started with feminism. Feminism started out as a fight for women's rights. The right to equal pay, the right to vote, the right to speak their minds, and the right to work. All are things that I believe in and I think many or most males these days believe in too. But when did feminism become an anti-man movement? What happened to this movement? It morphed into an all-out assault on men and the American way of life. Today's feminism is just a code word for anti-conservatives anti-family, anti-white men, and just man-hatred in general. The whole term, feminism, the whole movement of feminism has become such a fake politicized group. Feminism, as I see it, was never just born out of a hatred of men. It was born or created to support women and and empower women. And yet the whole movement was co-opted by people like college professors, you know, those little women... uh, Never get laid, those professors with the short-clipped hair and the mean faces. The media personalities, all the don't-rape-me women in the media, newspapers, TV, radio. And just in general, all the angry people in the entertainment business and in the book-writing business and magazines, etc. They just turned this movement into a hatred of certain men, not all men. Alpha males are hated. And they also turned it into a hatred of certain females. Now, conservative females, they don't count. The only females they like are women who hate men and are completely liberal. Thinking about the hypocritical version of the modern feminism, I came up with a few questions and I think any fair-minded person, including feminists, should think about these things and try to answer them. Why don't feminists ever talk about Islam and how it treats women and girls? Why do the feminists hate strong conservative women? Why do they attack them with such poisonous vitriol? Why do they have an obsession with abortion and opposition to marriage? Why do today's feminists prefer mentally ill transsexual males competing against females in female sports? Why don't these feminists support these female athletes? Hmm? And really, the most important question is how is this going to end for normal men and normal women? Women and men that love each other. Women and men that want to have a family. They believe in equality, but they also believe that we're different. Men and women are not the same. We're all equal in the eyes of the law and in the eyes of God, I'm assuming. But 
We're not the same. We have different qualities. Men can do certain things better than women. Women can do certain things better than men. What's wrong with that? Why is that such a negative? The system of man being a man and a woman being a woman worked for the last three million years. I mean, we can't just think of the last 50 years of so-called insane feminism and say, let's throw away the way the world has worked forever since the inception of mankind. If these insane feminists had their ways, no real males will ever be born again. Everybody would be these beta, soy boy type males and women would rule the world. Now, I have no problem with a woman running the country if she's voted in and if she's smart and intelligent, but why do we have to denigrate males? What is wrong with being a strong, masculine, loving male? I'll tell you what's wrong. Nothing. Nothing is wrong with being a real man, and there is nothing wrong with being a real woman. This whole insane, liberal, new wave feminist movement is nothing but another wave or another power grab for the liberals, lefty liberals, to take away our rights as men and as women. We'll be right back on the A.J. Steele Show. A.J. Steele, not right, not left, just right. And welcome back to the A.J. Steele Show, the smartest show on podcast and broadcast. It's been raining a lot here in Northern California, tons of rain, unseasonably cold weather, snow in the peaks, uh, the mountain peaks, stuff that we're not really used to. But I guess this global warming stuff is really working, isn't it? But that's not what I'm here to discuss. I, you know, as a result of this cold weather, I've been stuck at home watching a little bit too much TV listening to the news on radio, reading some newspapers, podcasts, etc. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about all these media companies that surround us and are basically 90 to 95% of of the entertainment that we get. Companies like ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, uh, newspapers like the New York Times and what's the other one, the Bezos one? Yeah, the, the, the Washington Post. And I... All of them are basically acting like an arm of the Democrat Party. They're like the PR arm of the Democrat Party. They hate President Trump. They do everything they can to make him look bad and to make all of us Americans who voted for him, who love our country, they make us look like we're some backwards, racist jerks. And I'm just sick and tired of it. I can't even watch news anymore on any of these networks. I can't stand the talking heads. All the stupid talk shows that they have are basically completely skewed against everything that we believe in. But there's a caveat to all of this. All these companies are private companies. And in reality, they have a right to present their opinion, uh, even though we might disagree with it. I mean, they can do whatever they want. If it helps business or hurts their business, that's their business. Uh, Even though they should not be allowed to lie or call themselves news, they should be called opinion shows or just plain trash, anti-American globalist swamp trash. I was also watching a little bit of PBS. Remember PBS, Public Broadcast Systems? I'm sure all of you remember shows like Sesame Street, Masterpiece Theater, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Yeah, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Remember him? He's that weird guy that lives all alone wearing that uh, vest, that sweater vest, singing these goofy songs. I always wondered, is he gay? Is he straight? Not that it matters, but he had this song, It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day to be a neighbor. Would you be mine? Would you be my neighbor? 
Well, I was thinking, who would be the perfect neighbor today? I guess they would not accept you if it's a white neighbor who's a heterosexual, an American citizen who's married to a woman with a family. Oh, no. I mean, all this white privilege. No way they'd accept you as a neighbor. There's no way they'd want some white neighbor gentrifying the neighborhood. But who would be the ideal neighbor for today's TV? Let me see. Would it be maybe a lesbian who is also a woman of color? And she happens to be an illegal alien. Yeah, that's a good thing. Illegal alien who's unwed, unemployed, and has three children who happen to be gender neutral and born to three different dads. Did I forget that this woman must be a vegan? She's got to be a vegan with, uh, you know, really hairy armpits, you know, underarm hair and hairy legs and all and the like. Uh, but most important of all, she's got to hate white males and the white male patriarchy. Yes, I guess that's what PBS would want for a neighbor these days. I think I should work for that network. What do you think? I think I should be their program director because I know exactly what they're looking for and what they don't want. Hmm, might be a good job for me. But before I turn in my application, I was thinking PBS and NPR are both taxpayer-sponsored and funded. Taxpayer, I happen to be one. Most conservatives happen to be taxpayers. Many Americans are taxpayers, both liberal and conservative, Democrat and Republican or otherwise. We're all taxpayers, unless if uh, we're on welfare and we don't pay any taxes at all. But why is it that we have to watch this constant drivel, this constant crap that is against everything that we believe in? Why is it that we have to pay taxes to watch a network that bashes us Americans, that bashes us patriots, that destroys and bashes us conservatives and our president who we voted for? I think that maybe somebody should look at, at maybe suing them because, you know, this is, would be akin to taxation without representation. It is a patriarchy. I'm not really patriarchy, sorry. A matriarchy of petulant, snobbish, sniveling media types who hate us Americans with all their hearts. Can't even stand to watch them with their snide little smiles on their arrogant faces. Basically, if you're a minority, you're a godlike creature, and if you're white and male and, you know, majority member, you are an evil bastard. That's what PBS and NPR are constantly pushing. Non-stop shows about the evil white America versus the purity and virtue of illegal aliens, African Americans, American Indians, homosexuals. According to these people, these self-haters, every minority group is superior in every way to white Christians, to white Americans, to the Western culture. The Western culture that gave us basically everything that we have today is considered crap. Every third world country is superior to us. That is their attitude. Now listen, I don't have an attitude or a problem with any kind of ethnic or religious or sexual group. What I do have a problem with is the constant attacks on white Christian America and the constant put down of the USA as a whole. Listening to all their garbage, you would think that America is worse than Nazi Germany or communist Russia. I have a simple sentence for all of these jerks and America haters. America, love it or leave it. And not only that, let's turn off PBS, let's turn off all the media, let's get a lawyer and sue PBS until they start showing shows or have programs that actually echo what we believe in. Either that or just close them down. Shut him the hell down. The AJ Steele Show. Think of your loudmouth best friend, hated by all the wives, because he tells it 
just like it is. Back to the AJ Steele Show. I'm so happy to have all of you listeners and fans here with me. I'd like to talk a little bit about President Donald Trump, why I supported him when he first ran and why I still support him. But before I get to that point, I'd like to give you a little background information. I live in a place called Marin County, which is in the San Francisco Bay Area. Probably one of the most liberal places on earth, uh, definitely in the United States of America. I'm surrounded by people who don't just disagree with President Trump. They actually hate him. They despise him. They have a mental illness, what they call Trump derangement syndrome. And there's no, there's no arguing with them. There's no rationalizing with these people because they're just insane. They hate him insanely. It's an inane, insane kind of behavior. Inane, insane. Did I say that? But, but that's basically how they are. So as you imagine, it's not so easy for me to live here in this area, surrounded by these lefty weirdos. Now, the reason I live here is because it's beautiful. Some of the best hikes in the world, some of the best views in the world, great restaurants, great skiing, great beaches, just wonderful around here. And I just love living in the Bay Area. Dealing with the people is a different story, but dealing with them also has made me kind of take stock of why I like President Trump and why I continue to support him. So why do I support him? I always knew who he was, and I never had any illusions. I never really liked him. I never watched his shows. I never cared for him. You know, I knew he was an arrogant guy. I knew he was a greedy businessman, a womanizer. But I must say, he sure knows how to get some hot chicks in his sack with him. Like him or not, or like them or not. I mean, he gets porn stars, playboy playmates, beauty contest winners, models, I think any man who has any kind of money or any kind of charm or charisma or any kind of talent would love to have the kind of women that President Trump had. Now, let's compare him to Bill Clinton, who basically assaulted trailer trash type chicks. You know, fat, ugly, trashy. I mean, Hillary, come on, take a look at Hillary Clinton. And I guess you'd realize that even on this one, President Trump wins. But all kidding aside, we all know that President Trump has skeletons in his closet. And I'm not just talking about the women. I'm talking about business, too. Most successful business people in this world, and I've known many of them, not just millionaires, but mega millionaires, and some are even billionaires, they all have skeletons in their closet. Rich people didn't get to be rich with being perfect. None of them are Mother Teresa. None of them are Jesus Christ. So, yes, I'm sure he is not the most perfect guy on earth. I'm sure there's some kind of tax cheating somewhere there. I'm sure he's made some shady deals. But who hasn't? I think it was Jesus who said, let him who is without sin cast the first stone. And I'm definitely not going to cast the first stone. I think it's disingenuous. I think it's phony. I think every politician, Democrat and Republican, that is serving now or has served in our government has some skeletons in their closet. So enough of the hand-wringing, enough of the phoniness. He's not a perfect man, and neither are the men and women that try to take him down every day of their lives. Neither are the Democrats. Neither are the whores in the media, and by whores, I mean media whores, men and women. Neither are all those good professors who teach about virtue and socialism. They're all a bunch of fakes and phonies, and I'd rather they just shut up instead of constantly complaining about stuff that they have done over and over again. But now let's look at the good stuff that President Trump brought to America that inspired me so much and made me support his run for president. 
Probably the most important reason is the fact that Donald Trump is not a member of our political class. He's not a part of the swamp. We all know, all of us Americans on both sides, we know that politicians, Democrats and Republicans, they all hate him equally. And that is why it's so appealing to somebody like me, somebody who is an American, somebody who cares about his country, somebody who doesn't want politicians to represent special interests and not the interests of the American people. I really like the fact that he tells it like it is. He's extremely blunt. He's not politically correct. And that's refreshing, especially compared to the sweet-talking guy we had there, the America hater. Remember him? We had him for eight years, Barack Hussein Obama. Donald Trump tells it like it is. He tells it like he sees it. You might disagree with him, but I don't think anybody has any question about where he stands. I also like the fact that he's not a globalist. He's not one of those guys that would sell his country for political favors. He already has his own money. He doesn't need to play the game. He's not a Pelosi. He's not a Feinstein. He's not a Clinton. And he's definitely not an Obama, a man who hated America and rose to power. And after he left the White House, basically, much like the Clintons and everyone else, just made just millions and millions of dollars. How disgusting. They made those millions of dollars for all the favors that they sold while they still had political office. Scum. I really like the fact that President Trump is tough as nails. I like that he's a businessman. I like that he has good instincts for bullshit. I like that he can handle BS. He's a winner and he has a great track record. That's the kind of man I wanted to lead our country. I was sick of the kind of people that made shady deals just so they look good politically, but those deals didn't pan out for our country, didn't pan out for our people. That's the reason why I thought Mr. Trump will be such a great president. But probably most of all, I really got a feeling that this man believes in America first and he believes in American greatness. No apologies to her for our country here. You know, he's not the kind of guy who's going to sit around and complain about how horrible our country is. He's not a weasel politician who's going to sell out American people to China, to Iran, to Mexico, or even the European Union, just so he can get some kind of platitudes and political donations. President Trump has instinct. He gets it about Islam. He absolutely gets it that Islam wants to destroy our society and our way of life. He gets it about the greedy European Union. He absolutely gets it about thieving China, a disgusting, a disgusting totalitarian communist regime that is parasiting off our goodwill and our good, hardworking Americans. They get rich and we get poor and our foul politicians on the left and on the right keep selling us out, selling America to the highest bidder without any shame. All the while, their pockets are being lined up with Chinese money, European money, and money from the oil-rich Muslims who want to destroy us. I'm not even going to start talking too much about illegal aliens and the damage they do to America, the damage they do to our infrastructure, to our hospitals, to our jails, to our roads, to our schools. Donald Trump gets it. He wants to stop illegal aliens from coming over. And you know what? He's the only one with enough guts to actually speak out on it. Because we all know that the Republicans love the illegal aliens for the cheap labor. And we know the greedy Democrats like the illegal aliens because of their votes. But who cares about the American people? Who cares about us? The people getting stuck in the middle. The people paying all the taxes. The people that deal with all the crime. Well, it sure feels like or it sure seems like Donald Trump stood up for us for once and that's why i supported him he also believes in lower taxes and who is for high taxes except for the greedy democrats that line their pockets yet again with american taxpayer money so donald trump speaks to me he speaks to millions of americans that feel forgotten 
He speaks for the silent majority that's been cowered in fear due to political correctness and constant attacks, withering nonstop attacks from the media, from our teachers, from everywhere that we look. We're being attacked for being American, for having real feelings, for being human beings, for caring about our families, for caring about our country. You know, on top of everything, I really believe that beneath his arrogant, tough-as-nail persona, I think there's a man who truly loves his family. I think he loves his friends. I think Donald Trump loves our country and loves our citizens. I know the media will never report on any of this, but there are many moments with him that I've seen that show his gentle, caring side. He's not a big phony like all the other Democrats and Republicans who fake their love 24-7. I think that President Trump shows his love and shows his caring by his actions. I like a man of actions. I didn't vote for a pope. I wasn't looking for a perfect man. I was looking for a good manager, for a good leader for our country. And I think we found him with President Trump. And as long as he keeps doing the right thing for this country, I'm going to continue to support him. And I don't care what the media says. I don't care what everybody in the San Francisco Bay Area says. I don't care what all the professors or all the teachers or my children say. I don't give a damn. I'm going to do what's right for me. I'm going to do what's right for America. What else can I do? What else can any of us do? We have to keep doing the right thing. And I think he's doing the right thing. I am AJ Steele, and this is the AJ Steele Show. Thanks for sticking with us. I don't want to be the boy that runs in the back. I don't want to be the kid that falls in the dark. All I really want to be is the guy that gets that girl. Don't look like Brad Pitt, don't smile like DiCaprio, don't dunk like Kobe, don't swing like DiMaggio. Everything I say and do, I'm just not good enough for you. Don't kick like Bruce Lee, don't fly like Superman, I smart like Einstein, don't rap like Eminem. Everything I say and do, I'm just not good enough for you. I don't want to be the boy that runs in the back. I don't want to be the kid that falls in the dark. All I really want to be is the guy that gets the girl. Don't look like Ollie. Don't sing like Howard. And don't cry like a pussy. Don't spend like a millionaire. Everything. Just not 